Hey, chiropractors, welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome to another episode of Modern Chiropractic Mastery. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I'm excited to have Deirdre Van Nest on as a guest. And, uh, you know, she's been my public speaking coach for the last year, someone I met through Strategic Coach, and the timing was just right. I, I needed someone to help me with public speaking. I knew it would help for when I go out and, and actually talk in front of large groups or small groups. It would help with podcasting. And frankly, it would help with just my overall communication. And so it was, it was really apropos to uh, run into her through Strategic Coach and then investigate a little bit of uh, what her company does and ultimately join last July. And it's just been really helpful for me. I've gotten so much out of it. And I'm very excited to uh, share some of that today on this episode and have her on to help you out. I'm really, really happy the direction of this episode went. And I think you're going to get a ton out of it even if you are fearful of public speaking or you think you need to be born with it, we're going to prove to you that you don't. And we're going to really tie in to things you can do in your practice, right? And so Deidre Van Nest is a top-rated international keynoter, speaking coach, story strategist, and the founder of Crazy Good Talks, a company devoted to helping financial professionals and other entrepreneurs uh, fast track their no like and trust factors so that they can get to the yes quicker. She welcomes your connection request on LinkedIn, and you can check out her services by going to www.crazygoodtalks.com. And as you can notice, I mentioned other entrepreneurs, and luckily for us as chiropractors, she actually started working with chiropractors first. And we talk about that story in this episode. And so she has a lot of background in working with chiropractors and how uh, we can get better at public speaking and actually moving the needle in our practice. And so I'm very excited. And here is my interview with Deirdre Van Nest. Okay, before we get to today's episode, I want to share a little opportunity for my good friend, Ben Fergus. Many chiropractic offices like ours have had to restructure the past few years with high employee turnover during the Great Resignation leading to a constant cycle of onboarding and training new staff. Others purposely have stayed small, limiting their growth over the stressors of finding and onboarding good associates and staff. Is this you? How would things change if you had a potential hire who was ready to go, already trained and primed to assist you in providing exceptional rehab or soft tissue therapies? What if your potential associate hire was already trained in leading a team of assistants? Grip Approach is offering a completely new Grip Teams course, allowing you and your team to onboard together over a single weekend course and backing it up with a virtual platform for your clinic. Your team members can choose from three tracks, diagnosis, rehab, or structure, which are simultaneously presented, followed by implementation as a team with live cases. Stop limiting your growth and take the stress out of training your team by joining a GRIP Teams course this summer in Baltimore and this winter in Chicago. Use the code MCM for a 15% discount at gripapproach.com. That is G-R-I-P approach.com. All right. Welcome to the show, Deidre. I really appreciate your time today. You know, you're busy. 
international speaking, coaching on speaking. Uh, obviously, you've been my coach, which has been instrumental over the last year. Has it always been that way that you've been just uh, really skilled at speaking or how did this all come about for you? Yeah. You know, Kevin, if you had told me uh, 20 years ago that I'd be doing this, I would never have believed it. I actually was terrified to speak. In fact, I ordered my younger professional life so I would never have to speak in front of a group of people. Yeah. So let me tell you what happened real briefly. When I was um, in the ninth grade, I was in my ninth grade acting class. And pre previous to that, I had been in all sorts of acting classes and productions and usually got really great roles, loved it. And then my ninth grade acting teacher basically told me that I stunk. And I quit the stage for 24 years. I wouldn't get on a stage to act. I wouldn't speak in front of a group. In fact, I have a master's degree in occupational therapy. I don't know if I ever share that with you. No. Um, so yeah, so I have a master's degree in occupational therapy. And my first year, like towards the end of my first year of my program, my, you know, my fellow students came up to me and they're like, hey, would you want to run for president? The only qualifying question was, do I have to give a speech? And they looked at each other and said, well, yeah, probably at commencement. I'm like, nope, I'll run for vice president. That's how much I avoided this. And then in 2007, I got certified as a, and this is a real thing. It's called a certified fearless living coach. And so I started working with entrepreneurs. I started working with chiropractors. I started working with uh, attorneys, accountants, financial advisors, other coaches, helping them recognize and get past the fears and excuses that were holding them back in their business. And I belonged to this networking group and everyone in the networking group kept saying, you know, you need to get out and speak. This is such a great message. More people need to hear it. You'll bring in clients that way. And I was like, absolutely not. It's like not me. It's not what I do. And Kevin, I'm someone, though, who likes to you know, walk my talk. And I realized I couldn't help you get past your biggest fear, but I wasn't willing to get past mine. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. And so I, I said, all right, I'm going to do this thing. But if I'm going to do it, I need to follow a process. I need a coach. I need to know that I'm doing things that actually work. That gave me the confidence and the skill over time to get on the stage. And what happened was I actually, it became so successful that I actually ended up turning it into a career because my individual coaching clients at the time kept saying like, oh, what, what did you like share, share what's going on? And I would just start sharing strategies with them. And then I, I fell in love with it. And I like to share this story because a lot of people and a lot of chiropractors I've met aren't, um, don't really like speaking or are afraid of it or think, oh, you have to be born that way, right? Like if you're not born with it, forget it. And I'm here to tell you that's absolutely not true. If you follow a process, you have a great coach, you have the strategies, then you can be made that way. I have helped so many people that you would never think could be a great, effective speaker who you would never think could bring in clients to the back of the room or get paid five figures to speak and, and, and turn them into someone who could. Yeah, you know, and, and I I had a similar experience with that. I, I I always hated it, just like everybody in high school. But I think that's kind of a high school thing across the board too with yes. presentations, you know. Um, but I've told this story before in my chiropractic school, they had something called the health awareness workshop team. And so on Wednesday nights, you had to give a health talk to the new patients that came into that student clinic. And you had to try out for that team. And and I failed. Uh, and they were begging for people to join this. Like it wasn't like, you know, it was this prestigious thing, right? Yeah. And and they told me to come back and and uh I, I'll give myself credit. You know, I 
I didn't tuck my tail and just say, okay, it's not for me or whatever. I, I practiced it, it got better. And, and then I ended That's up making great. Yeah. And so that was kind of my foray into it. And it really was uncomfortable for sure. Mm-hmm. And then they threw us out into the community. And I, I never, never forget this. Uh, my friend Mark and I, we went out and we had to give a talk on biomechanics, essentially for underground cable layer, layers. And these oh, are like the earliest Midwestern dudes you've met. It's like a room yeah. of 50 of them, right? Yes. You went good. They listened. They had questions. Like some of them were snoring, but it was really good. And it, and it was like that was throwing us into the fire. And I remember that time was like, okay, I'm not good at this yet. We're going to get there, but at least I know I can do this. And, and yes. ultimately, you know, when I, I graduated and came to my community, it was a big part of what I did to, to build my practice. So to your mm-hmm. point, I, I, I fully think it's learned. Yes, absolutely. And um, so I want to, I want to spotlight because what was cool about today was I actually was on a 90 minute coaching call with you and you're working through a great, great topic today. And then you happen to talk about kind of one of your early, uh, seems like one of your early clients were a husband, wife, chiropractor couple that were, they were going out to, to speak, but weren't really getting any results. Can you tell this story? I love how it's just like, you know, I didn't know you worked with chiropractors when, when I joined your group, I had no idea. And it just kind of came to fruition, but I'd love to hear that story. Yeah. So, so definitely chiropractors were uh, some of my earliest clients. And first of all, I have to say, I have to give a plug here. I know I'm preaching to the choir, but a plug for chiropractic. So I, I'm going to really date myself. And I know no one can see me still. They just have to, I guess, guess how old I am. Sure. But I started seeing a chiropractor in 1992. So probably before many of your listeners were even born. Yes. Um, yes. So, right. Yeah. I had the, I had the unfortunate rear end uh, whiplash injury. And my manager at the time was very progressive. And she's like, oh, go to a chiropractor. I'm like, I don't know. What's that? And she's like, just go. And I went and I've been going ever since. So I probably would not be functional without my chiropractor. So thank you, chiropractors. I love you. I'm a big, big fan and a big consumer of your services. Um, so I uh, went out there and, and chiropractors were one of the groups I wanted to work with because I was in the health sciences and I have a lot of experience, you know, and getting great results. And I happened to be coaching this uh, husband-wife team, doctors, Matt and Becky. I was helping them with their, you know, kind of mental resilience and mindset and, and, and uh, accountability coaching. And I started sharing what was working for me as I was getting on stages and bringing in clients from the back of the room for my own coaching practice. And they were like fascinated, Kevin. They were like, teach us, teach us, teach us. And um, what they said was, we, we're in a position where we're considering the dreaded plan B. They were not getting enough. They were new in their practice a couple of years. They were not getting enough consistent traction with their marketing efforts. And they were considering closing the doors, which as you can imagine, I, I mean, it would have devastated them, right? I mean, this is their dream. And then to have to think of that. So I was like, okay, let me see your presentation. And so they knew that lunch and learns were one of the best ways to bring people in and get known in your community but they were not getting a good conversion rate. You know, their conversion rate was around 10%. And then half those people wouldn't even show up for the new patient exam, right? So I critique their presentation. I find a number of gaps. We recreate the presentation. Dr. Matt goes out and delivers it at a, at a, at a church. And he, he, there were 100 women in the audience they had 110 people sign up for new patient exams. 
And you're like, well, how do those numbers work? Because the women in the audience were signing up their husbands and kids. And I'll never forget Dr. Becky texting me while Matt was speaking because she was working like the, you know, the desk and she's like, she had another person on, on the staff. She's like, I, this is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. Like, th th like they keep coming, they keep coming. And that I ended up working with them for several years. That that literally saved their practice. Like that was the launching pad for more and more lunch and learns where they were getting a 90% conversion rate. And all, also, and this wasn't my, Dr. Matt was smart. He figured out a way to get these people to show up and they had almost a zero no-show rate. So um, from there, Dr. Becky said, we need to bring this out to other chiropractors. So she and I kind of joined forces early on and, and, that, and that's what we did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And, you know, yeah. and it's yeah, it's something that I reflected on this morning during our our call because one of the things I think a lot of people, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of people think of having a a public speaking coach. And I didn't fully know what I was getting into. I just trusted you and your your process. Um, was they think okay, okay, they're just going to teach me good body language. They're going to teach mm. me, you know, things like that, right? There's stuff like that. But the stuff that I've gotten out of it was really how to craft a story in what you're talking about how to you know a why story when you really get their interest connecting the dots for them as they go along and this morning we were kind of chatting about that and i was i was having a lot of reflection moments during that because one of the things i did in the community i work with a lot of runners and triathletes amongst other athletic folks but i did a lot of injury prevention talks for running groups yeah. and yeah. i was doing a lot of them it was almost like during running season it's kind of a six-month stretch down here I felt like I had uh, two Saturdays a month I was giving these. And sometimes it'd be 50 people, sometimes 10, sometimes 60. Yeah. And and I did a good job because I I was enthusiastic. I I didn't go out there hard selling them and and all that. But it was just, I didn't have a step-by-step a -step process mm. for them. It just was a lot of good information. But they did, they did trust me. And then the good news is for my business was that running in triathlons, causes a lot of injury so that yeah <laughs> when they did get hurt they did trust me because i didn't go out there and kind of like try to oversell them yeah but looking back on it if i were to design this injury prevention talk differently based on kind of what i want you to get into a little bit of what the difference okay. was for for becky and, and and her husband i forget her name uh um, matt yep matt was that i just thinking about like i i could have had a program for them that they actually could have come into the office for injury prevention. I could have had a program yes. for them when they do get hurt. I could have had a, pro you know, like I could have had that and I could have connected those dots for them. And instead I just left them with my information and it's like, okay, if, if something happens, give me a call. And I'm, yes. a, I'm assuming that was probably the mistake they were making. And then what was some of the stuff that you changed to really improve that? Okay. So first of all, I just want to kind of take a, a, like a big landscape picture step back. Because you brought up a good point. A lot of people think speech coaching is about delivery. And that's part of it, but it's a small part. So there's three parts of the equation when you're talking about being an amazing, compelling presenter. One is your content, okay? And unfortunately, for your listeners, the content they have is likely not very different from the doc, you know, a mile down the road, right? And for most of us, like anybody can find any content online that they want. Nobody has to listen to really any of our conversations to learn anything. Would you agree, Kevin? Yeah, they don't. yeah. 
Okay. So, but that all hope is not lost. All right. What, um, what, what does move the needle and why people do come to us, a presenter, is how we structure our content. Right. And that's what you've been learning in my talk, in my program, the Crazy Good Talks Blueprint. It's how to add what I call the curb appeal to your content. Right. So that you're super engaging, you're super compelling, and you inspire people to take action. Right. And then the third component is the delivery piece. So, you know, if, if, if you're listening and you're wanting, looking for a speech coach and they're only working on delivery, they're only really working with you, I would say, on 20% of what's important. You have to work with someone. And, and if you're not working with a coach, you're going to do it yourself. You have to think about how do I structure this presentation, whether the presentation is five minutes or five hours, whether it's online or in, in person, how do I structure it? So it gives people a lot of value, but leads them to a logical conclusion that I want them to have. And then how do I do it in a way that keeps their attention off their phone, yeah. off of thinking about what's for dinner and on to me? So that's the, that's the comfort. So I like to start with that, right? And so when I sat down with doctors, Matt and Becky, the question I asked them was, okay, what do you want to happen at the end of this presentation, what's the result that you want? And the logical answer is, I want people to sign up for a new patient exam, right? That's what they want. And I think most chiropractors, they want clients. Now, yep. whatever you want them to do in that moment is going to be different depending on your practice. But for them, it was offering this new patient exam. Okay, great. You want them to sign up for a new patient exam. Then what we need to figure out is what content is going to entice them to come to the event and to sign up for that new patient exam. And then how can we structure that content, add, what, add that curb appeal so that they stay engaged and inspired enough to sign up for the new patient exam? Okay. All right. So, so we got that as the background. When I looked at what Dr. Matt and Becky were doing is, and this is what I've seen a lot of, a lot of presenters do, not just chiropractors, but a lot of folks like us who are in a service-based business where we're using speaking to bring in business is we pick our topic and then we pick a next step or an offer and we kind of like weld them together, but they don't belong together. And then there's a disconnect for, for the audience. So what Matt and Becky were doing is they knew like their, their, their target markets were women with kids, with young kids. Okay. They wanted to see the whole family. So they thought, well, let's do a presentation on childhood nutrition. And Kevin, that sounds like a good idea, right? I mean, most moms are concerned with things like that. Yeah. The problem was they did this whole presentation on childhood nutrition, and then they offered the mom a new patient exam to check her nervous system and her spinal cord and everything, but they never made the connection between childhood nutrition and the new patient exam. Yeah. So nobody took them up on the offer, right? So that would be like you doing an injury prevention and then offering them, I don't know, what would you offer? Maybe even, maybe even offering a full body exam, like what would be closer is something having to do with, with running, right? Well, yeah. And, and a, a large percentage of my audience has that tool set. They have functional assessments. There's different types of them, but there are things that they can assess movement and stability and in certain aspects of biomechanics, essentially. And they can, you know, lead to potential predictors of injury. And so 
um, looking back on it, yeah, I could have easily crafted a program that yes. got them into the into the office for the biomechanical assessment, uh, some correctives, and then you know we could even talk about performance care and what like some muscle work looks like and the manipulation things yes. of that nature. Could easily done that, and and my audience could easily do that now. And you had to craft that for it, and and then connect the dots for them. And I think when you were just telling that story earlier today, this is luckily for me the second time to hearing it, uh, because it just like sometimes you need to hear it more, more than once, right? Um, it just really connected the dots for me. And you know, I've I've been doing this for eighteen years, so I wish I would have known earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I didn't know either until I knew. So it's so so the so the moral of the story here is. Don't be general when you should be specific. Craft the offer language so that it ideally matches the topic you're talking to, talking about. And you know what? Here's the thing. What you offered that, that, that running group, Kevin, might have been the same thing you offered the young moms. You're just calling it something different. Like it might when they got there, you might not have done anything different than you wouldn't have done with anybody else. What I'm not telling your listeners to do is have, you know, five million different things with a bunch of different avatars and now they're driving themselves crazy. What I'm saying is, how do you pull out the piece that's going to appeal to this ideal audience based on this topic and just package it in that way? Does that make yeah. sense? It makes 100% sense. Okay. And our audience is, is skilled in that because, you know, if they're talking to a group of golfers, because a lot of these chiropractors that I work with, they'll work with golfers, they'll work with runners, triathletes, and then they, they you know, there's a good chance they're going to work with desk workers. Uh, there's a good chance they're yes. going to work with, with uh, pregnancy and pediatrics. I, got, I have a lot of yep. um, husband-wife couples that one does one niche and the other does another different niche. And so yes. you could, they could easily tailor the assessment to the pregnant mom versus the runner or the desk, you could, you could do an ergonomics assessment of the desk worker, right? Like there's a lot of yes. things they could do to craft it. And, and I'll let them figure that out. But I think the key is, is, is what you just mentioned. And then I want to also, I don't want to overlook it because you mentioned topic and something else I learned in, in our coaching was how important the title is it actually getting butts in the seat. And that's usually yes. a mistake people make. Do you mind just chatting about that a little? Because that was like a oh, huge one for me a few a few months back. Yeah, abs absolutely. So one of the things that's most important when you're putting together and marketing a presentation, actually the thing that is is most important in the marketing is the title. Yeah. Right. And the title is what's going to one of my mentors once said, and I said this to you earlier, Kevin, decorate the door with what people want get them in the door and then you can offer them everything else, right? So you have to think about the title as the decoration on the door. And so it's really important that your title, first of all, not be in your industry jargon. Do not use a word like alleviate, want to alleviate your migraines. Yeah. I would never say, I have migraines, I used to anyway, and I have never once said, I want to alleviate my migraine, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I would say, I want to get rid of this sleep migraine, right? <laughs> I want to get rid of this migraine. How do I get rid of my migraines? When I go to the doctor, the chiropractor, how do I get rid of the migraine? So you want to make sure, first of all, you use the words that your patients actually use with you and with each other and craft the, 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 the title around that language. So very simple, plain language, language that a 10-year-old would understand. And then you also want to use outcomes in the title. So you wouldn't want to say something like, 
um, I don't know, what's something, Kevin, let's, let's go on this migraine theme. You would want to say something like the, um, the history of how blood vessels and the circulatory system will affect your migraines, right? Like, yeah. like you might be talking about that, but yeah. that is not going to attract anyone. Again, you want to go to the benefits. So like the, the little known secret to get rid of your migraines once and for all. And then the talk might be around the, 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 the blood vessels, which it was in my case, that was my, my problem. It was a blood vessel issue. Right. Um, and, and, and that's great, but don't put that in the title because that's not what, that's not what's going to attract people. Is there anything else that that I've said on that? that that, Perfect. And and I just, I know it's a sidebar topic. I just want our audience to realize like, you got to get the outcomes. What, 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 what are they going to get out of this? by going to this talk or whatever. And that's something I've changed even to some of my, you know, a lot of the things that you've taught and, and I want to segue into this topic. It's obviously around public speaking, but it's benefited me in other ways. It's benefited me on this podcast and even some of the titles I'll create for the podcast now are outcomes based versus what they used to be. So that's cool. And I've tweaked that. And so when you get good at, speaking and public speaking in particular yeah. as a chiropractor it's going to get you better on your videos a lot of chiropractors are worried about getting on yes. video it's going to get better at that all right docs here is a new opportunity for you from darcy sullivan of propel she is our seo specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure google is finding you and getting you new patients it's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors. And you can sign up for that at bit.ly bit.ly slash propel MCM. That is bit.ly bit.ly propel MCM modern chiropractic marketing, right? And so check out that link. And we're going to have you go over five SEO secrets to owning the first page of Google uh, without buying ads. And Darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. I, I want to have you chat a little bit about the other thing that's the kind of elephant in the room for chiropractors is a lot of them are very poor at communicating with their patients one-on-one mm. in like a report of findings or something like that. And they're really struggling with that. Have you noticed that um, people that get better at public speaking also tend to get better in their meetings and their one-on-ones and that type of stuff? Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's really a global skill. So Here's the thing. People who are great in one-on-one, that doesn't necessarily mean they'll be great at public speaking, but people who are great at public speaking, that generally transfers to one-on-one. So if you're going to attack like one elephant, go for the public speaking and then you'll Mm -hmm. like, right. And you've been said it, Kevin, you'll start to see, oh, I can use this in one-on-one. I can use this on video. I can use this on podcast. I can use it in my writing. Like that will even transfer to the way you the way you write. So, so absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we were talking about today earlier, Kevin, was this idea, and you've alluded to it a couple of times of having what I call your crazy good signature system. And your crazy good signature system is a process that you have named, you have created steps for it, you lay it out and you share it 
with your patient. And one of my uh, clients, who's also a dear friend, it's a chiropractor actually in your neck of the woods, he told me recently that he, he, he finally, after all these years, created a signature system for his patients. And he pulls that out in that report of findings and he reviews to them, here's the system. Here's where we're going to start you. Here's where we're going next. Here's where we're ending. And it's been so much easier to sell people into a program. Mm -hmm. yep. So what questions do you have about that? Let's talk about that system. And you have a system, right? So maybe you want to share that as our example. Yeah, I actually also do for my practice. And I've talked to a lot of our coaching clients around this. We, we named it the health fit approach. Um, I kind of use the strategic coach naming system for that, that they, they teach yeah. us. And I was, you know, I, I wasn't reinventing the wheel. I wasn't, you know, taking other people's ideas with it. But in our practice, the patients, they, we have three phases of care, pain relief. They, the vast majority that come in with some kind of injury or pain. And so yep. phase one is pain relief. Phase two is injury resilience and return to function. Nice. And then, and then phase three is optimal performance care. And we have a nice sheet laminated. We talk about frequency and duration of treatment for each phase what we're going to do during that, like all the little specifics of it. And we tell them, I was like, look, this first phase is I'm trying to get you out of pain as, as quickly as possible. Uh, and then hopefully that happens sooner rather than later. But as I talked to you about how, you know, what was causing that knee pain was something we found in the hip as well. Once you get, you come in here and you're feeling good. Now we're going to graduate you to phase two which is where we can have a little bit more fun. This is where I can do some exercises that I couldn't do when you're in pain. This is where I can do some treatments that I can't do because you are in pain. And so mm. now our goal in phase two is to help you become injury resilient so that this doesn't come back in three weeks or three months because that's a big problem that we see in our office. And so that's what we use during that report of findings is our, it's, we call it the health fit approach, which our name of our practice is health fit, chiropractic and sports recovery. And so once we did that, it gave them not only a visual, but it gave them a path of like, okay, that makes sense to me. I don't really dive into the optimal performance care on that first visit because I don't want to overwhelm them. Sure. But but then what I do, and I'd love some of your thoughts on it, but like yeah. let's say they come in on that fourth visit and they're feeling great. I say, okay, great. Remember, and I sit down with them again. It's like, remember when we talked about graduating from phase one to phase two, that's where we're at now. We're going to do a little bit of reassessment to see where you are and see what exercises and treatments I can do now that you're out of pain. And so it's another opportunity to commun communicate with them, right? And then let's fast forward and say they graduate from care and they're doing well, and I'm going to discharge them from that active treatment and they've reached their goals. That's when I sit down and I bring that laminated thing out again and go over the um, optimal performance care and some of the things that they could benefit from that because they're active and, and so on and so forth. But that took a little time for us to put together and, and get our mind wrapped around it and make sure it wasn't just some cookie cutter thing. It's a framework. Not everybody's yes. getting the same thing, right? But that has been very helpful for us in our practice. I love that. I And I, I think that is great. One, uh, I two thoughts. One is I would potentially, Kevin, talk to them. So like, okay, so they go through the first phase, you're getting them out of pain. Now we're moving into the next phase. I think at that phase, you can plant the seed for the optimal performance. Yeah, you're probably so right. So kind That's of a get, get me already. You don't have to like dive into it too much, but it could be like, okay, we're at phase two now. 
And we're going to be moving to phase three, but let's talk about two and a couple of sessions or a month or two, whatever. We'll look at phase three because you want to um, give me the sort of the conscious and subconscious thought that we're just staying together here. Yeah. Versus giving me a choice at the end of phase two to move on or not. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. And just again, for my audience, I like to connect the dots for them a bit. Um, A lot of them have. Um, a fitness component or a gym, a clinic gym hybrid or so other yeah. aspects to it. And so it's a gr- that phase three is a great um, segue for them into that in their practice. Yes. And, and I think if you have this type of approach to care, and like you said, you're kind of taking them through the process and you're communicating with them and setting it up for them, that, that could be really good for those folks. Yeah. So a couple more thoughts on this. One, I actually... I mean, you know this, I'm in the process of relocating from Minnesota down to uh, the Tampa Bay area in Florida. Welcome, and welcome. I was, thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. And so I was down there for three months this, this winter, and I'm, of course, looking for a new chiropractor because I cannot live without my chiropractor. But I have to tell you, it was a very overwhelming and a bit of a confusing process. I haven't had to look for someone in uh, 13 years. Cause I, I started with Dr. Matt in 2010. And then when he sold his practice, I just went with his person and I've been with her ever since. Right. So now for the first time, it's kind of scary. It feels a little vulnerable. I'm asking people for referrals and I'm going on websites. Nobody had a system, Kevin, like nobody had a process. And I just was like, okay, is someone just going to try to get in and see me as many times as they can? Like what, you know, are they going to understand that I've been going to chiropractic for 30 years? Like I just didn't have a framework for these people. And it took me longer than I would have liked to pick the right person. I'm Mm -hmm. thrilled with who I ended up with, but I feel like if their systems would have been available or at least one system, this would have differentiated them and it would have been a lot easier for me to consume and not be confused. Yeah. And, and we so, put it on our homepage. Yeah. 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 And I think that's great. That would have said a lot. I mean, your crazy good signature system shows that you're like a cut above. It shows that you're thinking about these things. It shows you're strategic. It shows that you can get reproducible, proven results. Yeah. So I want to encourage your listeners to go out and if you don't have your system yet, create it, like literally set a goal and have this done within the next week. Now you're thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to have this done in a week? Let me tell you something. You already have a system. If you've been in business for any length of time, you have a system. So for now, get the system that's good enough. My system name has changed multiple times over the years. It's okay. Name it the name of your practice. If you don't have like a, you know, a great outcome driven name yet, mm-hmm. put a couple of steps under it, get a graphic artist on Fiverr, Put it together, start talking about it. And as as you uncover, oh, we want to change this or that, you you can change this. But don't don't let paralysis analysis, is that analysis paralysis stop mm-hmm. you from getting this in place as soon as possible. It's a game changer. It's really been helpful. And especially for us, because I was trying to make it about our practice and what we do, not about me. And that was part of our marketing strategy on there. Um, I also want to touch on, you know. Uh, the outcome name is really good. What we did was our our clinic name, but we do have a sub uh, title underneath it. It says from pain to performance, which is I good. love that. Yes, that's um, great. Yeah. So we have that so, there. Yeah. It, just like I, you would title a talk, try to title your name or your subtitle something they want. Exactly. Like that outcome, which is really good. Uh, and then the other thing I want to kind of tie back is that I could now take this 
um, health and approach. And when, if I was to do an injury prevention talk, I could yes. go over that towards the end. And then obviously I could have like a graphic where it's like, look, you, you know, you may be healthy right now. You would enter right into this optimal performance care phase and you bypass one and two because you don't have pain or an injury, but at least we're getting in and now we're understanding how your body's moving, some of your physical yes. limitations, some of the things you're doing great. We can get kind of a, an understanding of who you are. And then if something does happen, we can get, you know, recognizing, get rid of that pain quicker and get you into that phase three again. So I, I could use that approach to solve that issue I had years ago on these injury prevention talks. 100. It's actually one of the best things. I started teaching this to chiropractors and other entrepreneurs so that they could use it in their presentations. Like initially, that's why. And then it's like, well, this translates to everything. But absolutely, the come from when you're delivering a lunch and learn, let's just go with your topic of injury prevention for runners is, you know, ideally you open the presentation and you have what's called like an opening bang, right? Something that gets their attention. And yeah. then you're going to give them, you know, going to give them an agenda, what I call a roadmap for what they're going to learn in the session. And part of that would show them, hey, you know, what you're going to learn today comes from our three-part health fit, right? Health fit approach. Yep. yep. Okay. And that's the system that we use for runners to keep them, take them from, you know, pain to performance and to keep them healthy. And then you just show a graphic of the three parts and you can say, you know, obviously we don't have time to get into all three of these phases today. So today we're just going to focus on a couple of strategies from phase number one or phase number two, injury prevention. And then I promise you, if you want to learn about all three, I'll give you a resource at the end to show you how to do that. Yeah. And right there, you've shown them that you're a full spectrum, like you cover the full spectrum. This isn't just about the injury. No, you can you can do injury prevention. You can do optimal performance afterwards, and they start seeing you as holistic rather than just this one little one little piece. Yep, exactly. And you you really solve multiple issues that they may have or may have in the future, and and it really connects the dots for them. So, yeah, and you could do a series of lunch and learns. Let's say you want to do one a week for six weeks, and you're like, okay, you know, session one we're gonna do we're gonna do three strategies from from stage one, the pain, and then session two is another three. And then the next week is the, you know, the, um, the injury prevention piece. Like, so you can create a whole series of presentation once your system is outlined by just taking a slice of that system and developing it out into a teaching point. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I want chiropractors out there to realize like it doesn't have to be the boogeyman. You can get out there, you can get better at it. A big part of what is getting better at it is actually having a strategy that we talked about today that you feel comfortable about. Because, you know, sometimes you got to sell yourself on something before you're going to go out there and feel good about it. And, right. and I think the strategies you talked about today and having that signature system is going to really be helpful for, for chiropractors. Yeah. And, you know, one of these, can I give a couple other pointers of things Love that it. are really critical? Okay. So one of the things that is most important when you get out there, and this is this is actually important for your one-on-one -on -one practice, uh, you know, your one-on-one -on -one conversations, but it's it's really important when you deliver a presentation. And Kevin, you know, you know all about this from us working together, is making sure you craft what I call your why story. Your why story is a story about why you serve the people you serve and why you care about them. And the reason why this is important is that story will, and the story shouldn't be more than three minutes, that story will increase trust, connection, and likability in three minutes or less. Like if you've chosen the right story, if you've uh, crafted it in a way that's compelling, 
then your patient and your audience members will be leaning in. They will see you as human and they will know that you care about them. You're not just another chiropractor out to crack a back and make a buck. You actually want to better their lives. So part of what we added to Dr. Matt and Becky's presentation was like their his story. Like, why do I do this? And why do I care about this group of young moms? Why am I a man standing here wanting to work with a group of moms and their kids and him sharing that story? That really produced a beautiful result for him. And that will produce a beautiful result for your listeners. Yeah, no, absolutely. And when I changed my why story for my public speaking to other chiropractors, it was a, it was a game changer for sure. So. Oh, good. We'll have to talk about that. Cause I don't think we worked Definitely. on that, but I don't think I got, uh, I don't know that we've talked since about what that, yeah. what that's been like. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, cause when I spoke in DC too, I hit it, I, I hit it really good. That was nice. So uh, nice, but well, listen, this was phenomenal. I, I can't take up too much more of your time. Um, for our audience, where can they find you? Where can they find what, how you're doing, uh, great things for all kinds of professionals, but you have a unique experience with chiropractors. And I think that makes a difference. So how could they find out more? Yeah. So a couple of resources. One, if, if, if you want, you know, tips and strategies to continue to get better as a presenter and a communicator, then the crazy good talks podcast is a great place to go. Um, it's, uh, I'm on pause right now, but I have 35 episodes up and loaded. So it'll take you a little while to get caught up. So just start with episode one, you're going to get some really amazing strategies on how to structure your content so you are super compelling without ever sounding or feeling salesy. Um, so that's one, the Crazy Good Talks podcast. Number two, if you go to my website, crazygoodtalks.com, there'll be a pop-up box. It will offer you our storytelling toolkit. So I can't overstate how powerful the why story is to, to your practice. It will, it will on its own bring in clients for you and it will make that, that connection of trust immediately. But it's important you choose the right story, that you know how to write the story in a way that's engaging and compelling and that you know how to leverage the story. So um, just you know, fill out the pop-up box and we'll send you the storytelling toolkit while I'll walk you through how to choose it, how to write it and how to leverage the story. And th those two are really, really great resources. Perfect. I'll put those in the show notes. I really thank you for your time. This was great. And it's been just a pleasure to work with you over the last year. I've, I've gotten so much out of it. And, and I hope our audience uh, got a lot out of today and takes you up on that offer. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. If you want to make the shift from busy, broke, and broken to time-free and cash-confident, or you just want to continue with the exponential growth, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Look at the MCM Mastery tab, watch the short video on there, and check out what we are doing now for evidence-informed chiropractors. We are equal parts coaching and marketing done for you. Yes, you shoot some videos. We help you with campaign strategies and ideas and really become a thought leader in your community. You shoot those videos, you send them to us. We produce, edit, and brand them to you. Then we distribute them through all of your channels. We also take them and we turn it into one good blog per month. And every other month, we have Darcy Sullivan producing a robust blog with a topic that you pick from her database to help with your SEO. So we essentially become your content marketing agency to make sure your practice is always having ethical, elegant content marketing to help grow your practice. On the coaching side, we also help you with everything from marketing ideas to business, communications, finances, anything practice growth. 
and really try to help prevent you from being stuck on that island and we hold you accountable. We have a great group of doctors that are just doing amazing things and we look forward to help you out to take that next step in your practice. So again, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com and learn more.